The idea that no one is looking at the model presented by Mayor Rudy Giuliani in New York, which was very simple. If you throw a rock, you're arrested. If you throw a bottle, you're arrested. And all of a sudden, New York was, and it literally was almost overnight, New York became safe. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. Now, a talk show like no other on radio. Commentaries on today's events. Historical reflections that will give new perspectives to the black community, as well as to the entire Metro Detroit community. Joshua's Trail with Elder Levon Yule. Greetings one more time. Here we go down Freedom's Highway. On a talk show like none other, Joshua's Trail, heard every Saturday here on the great 1400 Patriot Station News Talk. I got that all mixed up, but you know what I'm saying. Hey, the Patriot Detroit. Uh, you know, I try to say it in order because I cannot, as I said in the first half, turn part, turn loose the news part. But, hey, this is Brother Lee, and, hey, you've been there in D.C. and all over Michigan, and we appreciate hearing from you uh, here on Joshua's Trail. Um, tell your neighbors, tell your friends. You can get us online. You can get us on the great WRC 1260. And it is quite evident that there are folks there in uh, the Washington, D.C. area that's tuning in uh, Joshua's Trail on um, Saturday, and we appreciate it. And, again, as you, we know, we are <clears throat> not a big operation, and uh, Black Conservative Talk, we have survived heading toward 12 years because of individuals like you. Every $25, every $5, every $2 is most certainly appreciated. Uh, if we weren't as quite as conservative as we uh, we might have attracted a very, you know, good, uh, oh, yeah, you know, sponsor. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. this broadcast is the end result of individuals who go into their resources and share with us. And we appreciate it. So keep that in mind, because uh, that's why we are here, because of you. So help us say, hey, we've got the 10,000. We won't have to run that summer, spring into the fall fundraiser. You keep that in mind. And we'll appreciate it. Hey, I told you as we were go going into the break, I want to finish up two things. We want to finish up Elijah uh, Cummings. And then I'm going to read what um, has been said by uh, Leron Bennett in his great classic Before the Mayflower. And this is a black um, historian. And he came along in the era where, uh, you know, the, they were trying to practice some integrity. And they, they weren't revisionists that tried to change history to fit into their, uh, you know, presuppositional world view. And Brother Lee, you might add that that was before they got to yeah, him. Yeah, before they got to him, uh -huh. and then he came out with force to glory. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They, the boys got to him, took him in the back room. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> took him in the back room. Picked uh, the target. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so here's Mr., Mr., Mr. Cummings, Elijah Cummings. Uh, you know, he's talking about all the great things that the Republican Party, I mean, the Democrat Party has done. Yeah, the great things for blacks have been done by the Republican Party, not the Democratic Party. And I wanted to finish with this, uh, how they changed their slavery methods. Mm -hmm. After the Civil Rights Act and, uh, you know, during the era, and when they saw they were losing the blacks, they f had to figure out a way to get them back on the plantation. So 
Well, Laron Bennett's going to tell us how to do it. So, uh, but uh, let me finish up with Mr. Cumming, uh, yeah, uh, Elijah Cummings' statement. And made college affordable and championed affirmative action and school desegregation. Now, championed school desegregation. Mm. Championed, he said, the Democrats championed. See, some of this stuff is so light and easy to refute, you know, to refute yeah. until it's. Wasn't George Wallace a Democrat? Yes. Wasn't he standing in a schoolroom yes. door in Little Rock? Falbus in Little Rock? Falbus in Little Rock? They had to call out the what, Airborne and yeah. all like that. Mm -hmm. Wasn't he a Democrat? Yes. If I remember correctly, the overwhelming majority mm -hmm. of the white governors standing in school doors saying, them ain't coming in here. Yeah. Yeah. They were Democrats. But not according to Mr. Cummings. School desegregation. You said it one time, Brother Lee, and I've been looking, uh, trying to find it, but you mentioned about the Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I, I, I might have to pull that yeah, out of my file here. It's you in need my to file. Yeah, explain I, I, that so people can uh, understand yeah. what's going I, I, on. I need to bring out the donkey-eyed Stockholm Syndrome piece again. Mm -hmm. We said that a few years ago. I've still got it. Uh, but, but desegregation, school desegregation, it was the Democrats that were fighting yeah. the duties. Hey, don't take my word for it. Just go to Little Rock. Go to Birmingham. Go to and Mississippi. See, all those governors standing indoors were Democrats. And guess what, Billy? They were flying the Confederate flag. Thank you. That was Thank their flag. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Spitting on black people, calling them all kinds of derogatory. They beating up white people who were trying yes, to protect yes, the blacks. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> Uh, but these, how how did he stand there and keep a straight face? Well, he could because the the ignorance, the, the educational system that's so corrupt. Right. They they can tell you about Emmett Till being killed in Mississippi, mm. and they can say about the Ku Klux Klan, but they're not gonna mention this. Here we go with the Ku Klux Klan and other mm. things. Here we go from Laron Bennett's book, uh, Before the Mayflower: well, History the, of well, Black that, America. Well, that, did that come out in 1795? Or what was that? <laughs> what this book? Yeah. What, yeah. Well, I, when you're talking about Laron <laughs> Bennett's Before the Mayflower, 1969. Oh. Okay. 1969. Yeah. Copyrighted 1961 and 1969. Okay. Okay. What did Mr. Bennett say about this? Okay. The Southern revised. Uh, the South revised its strategy. The baby had not begun to walk when the men sat down to plan the funerals. See, what's happening here is blacks voted almost exclusively Republican immediately after the Civil War because they knew the party that fought to free the slaves was the Republican Party. So they were getting pretty uppity. So here we pick it up. The, the South revised its strategy. Can't, can't beat them up no more. And, you know, with the war, so with we got to get a strategy. So the baby had not begun to walk when the men sat down to plan the funeral. That's the funeral of these uppity blacks that thought they were free. In the beginning, naive men said it was an organization for fun and social profit. The name, the Ku Klux Klan. The first national meeting, April 1864, Room 10 in the Maxwell House, Nashville's big new hotel. Mm. Confederate generals colonels, substantial men of church and state from Georgia, from Alabama, from all over. The leaders, Nathan Bedford uh, Forrest, the mm -hmm. strong man of the Fort Pillar Massacre, the plan reduced Negroes to political impotence. How? By, boldest, by the boldest and most ruthless 
political operation in American history by stealth, by murder, by economic intimidation, by political assassination, by whippings and maimings, by cuttings and shootings, by the knife, Mm. by the rope, by the whip, by Mm. the political use of terror, by the braining of babies in his mother's arm. Uh, The only thing compared to that is abortion. The slaying of the husband at the wife's feet. The raping of the wife before her husband's eye. By fear, soon the South was honeycombed with secret organizations, the Knights of the White Camelabra, the Red Shirts, the White League, Mother's Little Helper, the Baseball Club of the First Baptist Church. The secret organizations ran underground. Above ground, there was a different strategy. In every state, Democrats attempted to control the votes of their black, their late black slaves. Mm-hmm. There was real humor in the situation. Ex-slaveholders and racists sitting on the platform with, platform with Negroes reminding them, Negroes, that the Southern white man had always been their friend and that the North was responsible for slavery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sound like today, brother. And as is mentioned, LeBron Bennett here, and the enforcement arm of the Democratic Party was the Ku Klux Klan. And then Lyndon Bain Johnson realized we couldn't use the rope anymore, so he gave them welfare and made them dependent and thinking somebody was giving them something for nothing when they were buying their votes. And now, too often, our community is the strongest supporter of the most anti-biblical agenda in the history of this country. Mm -hmm. Just what you just said, sitting on the porch and what they was doing, Mm -hmm. saying they was the friend of black people, right? The Democrats are saying it today. Hey, they still say, the Democrats say they're the friends of the black, yet Mm -hmm. they cheer blacks on in wiping out a third of their race every year through abortion. And keeping them in poverty, keeping them down. And the only blacks that they care about who die is happens if they have an encounter with the police. Mm-hmm. You can have 10,000 blacks that don't die in an encounter with the Lord. That Chicago, means nothing. Hey, but, but for their political purposes, they demonize the cops so they can keep controlling the blacks by keeping the black community filled I with hurt. Yeah, hey, John in Mount Clement, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Hey, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, we we appreciate your show. Yeah, we do listen here in Mount Clemens. We try and catch it every Saturday morning. Oh, bless you. Appreciate that. Welcome back from your vacation. And uh, I just wanted to make a comment. I hope it's in line with your subject today. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have a, had a great country because of law and order. Yes. We need to enforce laws. Mm-hmm. And we, crime won't stop, I believe, until we punish criminals mm-hmm. and bring Christian message of Jesus Christ back to our schools. Absolutely. There is no hope without that. If if Christ does not go back into the schoolroom, well, we see what has happened in the last 50 years. I mean, it's off the chart. We're destroying yep. America because they forgot or ignored the warning of the founding fathers. Hey, thanks for your call. Yep. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All righty. We'll move right on down the line here today. And uh, hey, there's Rick. Yeah, how you doing, Rick? Uh, all right, Reverend. All right. Yeah, I was wanting to mention uh, about, uh, you know, like uh, when you watch a boxing match, they mm-hmm. got judges on the side, they got a referee. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like uh, watching Hillary Clinton. Barack Obama is not confident in Hillary Clinton because that's the reason why he came out and uh, attacked Donald Trump is because he's got to interject himself into the uh, <laughs> thing. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, Every time it's like the referee standing there throwing a left hook at Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and uh, he's fighting with Hillary Clinton. The same with uh, okay, um, uh, Detroiters are pretty much 
they know about hockey and yeah. you got a crooked or a bad or a referee that's biased or something. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like the news media is biased toward uh, Hillary. Everything is Hillary, Hillary. And uh, I was reading on in uh, uh, this paper I get, uh, John Ankerbert show, mm-hmm. and he's saying that they had a, a meeting just last month here with. Uh, they put out a thing for like 100 uh, reverends of uh, churches, mm-hmm. you know, and ended up uh, 1,000 members showed up for a, a closed door meeting with uh, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't to endorse Donald Trump, but it was just to ask him questions. Yeah, know? I saw that. And yeah. The, and uh, this, uh, the whole uh, thing, and it's like when you say, a, uh, you know, it's like, we should stand up. If the media is not going to uh, be fair, we Americans or their Christians should stand up and, like, if we have to, like, uh, honk at 12 o'clock or put a uh, <laughs> Trump, uh, like, put a, a poster board, something you go to the, uh, you don't have to have one that's paid for, just a, a Trump sign on the back of your uh, truck or car. It's like... Uh, the news media is not going to do it for us. I guess it's uh, we could have uh, Donald Trump could be winning the thing up until the end, but they're going to say he's uh, losing by ten points. Time you know, will tell, like Rick. Time will tell. I'm I'm running on. I got, I got a board here, but hey, bless you, man. Thanks for calling, Don. You've been there a while. Welcome to Joshua's Trail. Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, I haven't been on the show in a while. No, I've been a while. Going, All right. All right. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I can tell you that I have predicted this from the very beginning, but I'm not going to go there, okay? Mm-hmm. Because bottom line, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I got a question for everybody out there. Right now, the media has painted a picture of Donald Trump that's such a false picture, but for some reason, we've all forgotten that the media is PC. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let's stop believing this BS. Look, the reason why Mr. Trump gets offended sometimes when things are said is because he is not he's a businessman okay a business guy when someone comes in and says your work sucks this and that and blah 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 you kind of take it personally and they are talking about his children like that so let's just put it this way this is an easy one for all your listeners to understand when guantanamo bay costs 300 million dollars a year to take care of and what there's about 80 people there mm. uh, you know uh, they don't advertise anything maybe mm. a couple outfits some some grass on the soccer field we'll <laughs> even work them out the whole mm. nine yards mm. what is that about three million dollars tops okay so obviously this is the next coming of FDR, and people need to know who FDR is. FDR served three terms. Three terms. You got Woodrow Wilson coming in. He goes ahead and gets rid of alcohol. Calvin Coolidge comes in and parties big time for eight years. And, and, and you know, the, 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 the rich got everything. They're partying underground. The stock market's booming. For those that have, they got a lot. For mm-hmm. those that don't have it, they're starting to eat dust the yep. whole nine yards. Yep. So what happens? All of a sudden, Herbert Hoover comes in. And Herbert Hoover, there's a contested convention. FDR is the campaign manager for the person that is actually a, a blue dog Democrat out of New 
New York, a conservative one. He's the governor. <laughs> so basically what goes down is he loses that Kentucky convention. But the thing that was the biggest thing that got most people's attention is how much applause FDR got when they helped him to the podium. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, then he bought the mineral places, all that stuff. He advertised it the whole nine yards. Next time he ran in 30, what, 32, 33, whatever, there's a landslide victory. Okay? This is going to be a landslide victory, too. But Trump's got to realize this isn't – he can't take it personal. It's not personally about him. But notice how he took care of 17 established Republicans like they were nothing, but yet this guy's the stupid guy. So let's just let's just call it what it is. And the deal is we have to stop. Stop thinking that somehow you can get more for less in this country. It doesn't work like that unless you want to put the business out of business. All right, Don, got to go, got to go. But, hey, appreciate your call. But, hey, got, got other folk. Boy, whoo, long statements today. <laughs> hey, one more time, 1-800-923-9385. You know, one caller, she called, and, you know, she had the lengthy statement, and she was saying so many things we stand for. Uh, you know, it's it's you know. I know you can sound you hear hear friends and uh, you know they may trump the uh, you know. But I have a great concern about his stand on transgenderism. Uh, he's told him he's going to defend that aspect and he's going to defend these folks more than Hillary does. And uh, if the transgender initiative takes place, all of us churches are in the crosshair. Of being forced, so I would hope that uh, in that, in, uh, among some other issues, uh, value issues, uh, there are some of us in the value community would like to get a clearer voice as to where Mr. Trump really is. So, hey, I know I'm hearing the pro pro Trump side today, and you know, blah 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 this, and hey, good and fine, but I'm still, I still want to hear him take a more definitive stand when they talk about, yeah, they can go in any one of my bathrooms. They were having amendments that uh, was going to make marriage between a man and woman. They backed off of that. You know, I modified the stand on abortion. Uh, we can't ignore the God things and still think that uh, we're going to be saved. So with all of that, hey, keeping all of that in the equation. So, hey, that's that's where I, I just want to interject that uh, we need a Savior. And, uh, hey, uh, I'm thinking that we ought to really stop and think the whole process and look and and put put these people on record as saying you got to have you got to speak up more about this hey because it's going to take more than somebody can save the economy because quite candidly I don't think nobody can but Walter in Belleville welcome to Joshua's Trail. Well, just to say, no, that is the plain gospel truth that you just mentioned. If it, God don't build a house, everything it's in vain. Right. It's in vain without God. There ain't no yeah. savior but God. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Walter. Hey, my- I know this last video, but check. I got two scenarios real quick. Mm-hmm. First of all, we got some more Democrats. The Democrats got some more Democrats to add to this, yeah. besides uh, the black jackass tabernacle churches. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm having some fun with this one here, but uh, they got Paul Ryan added to add him to their list. Mm-hmm. Insane John McCain add him to the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bushes add him to the list. Mm-hmm. And who's the other one? The other snakes out of, um, well, we knew about the two races, um, blacks out of Detroit. I ain't going to mention one of them names today. I know they probably called me out on the radio. I guess. Call them, call them, Walter. Don't be scared. Until, until, until Jerry, well, I got to go there. Until Jerry comes out of his little snake hole, but he'll, yeah. I know he's going to get me sooner or later anyway. So I get the first jab in on him. But, yeah, they, 
That's who they got added to the next because those, you know some two, them, all them clowns and more and more of them. Oh yeah, Lindsey Graham crack them add into the list of uh, the new Democrats. All the people been so they've been a lot harder on Donald Trump. Have you noticed that on uh, Barack Obama and Hillary, they have been a lot harder on them. That makes them vipers, snakes, Pharisees, and everything else. <laughs> That's, that's exactly with that, because Jesus dealt with them type of hypocrites. You got a strange <laughs> mixture. <laughs> a strange if mixture. Gonna, if anybody going to damn, damn us during this election and like, cause us to lose, it's going to be those collaborators. That, that mm. word that you guys use a lot, that, mm. that want to give an accessory to the Democrats, the accessory to the Democratic Party, those things that I mentioned. And let me say something real quick about the next issue, the thank God for the movie. Yeah. yeah. We all yes. been bragging and boasting about it, but guess what? Why is the Republican or the conservatives keep being stuck on the tenth floor of stupid? <laughs> why is it that they have not been saying what he? Why is this guy now a politician has to bring out a documentary about the history of the Democratic mm -hmm. Party? Yep. And why I, I've been saying all along the Republicans should have been in, in struck telling the people in America about the history of the Democratic Party. They yep. don't do it. No, no. Not even Donald Trump. No, for, for hey, that's when one of the things that. You know, we've been on here saying saying the same thing for eleven years. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, it's it's one of those things you always wonder what what's the deal? What why is the Republican Party allows itself to be misrepresented so often on uh, the Black History issue? Uh, you know, but uh, nevertheless, hey uh, Walter, we'll keep on keeping on. Have a good one now, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, you know what, Brother Lee? See, there's a big distinction. The Republican Party and the Republican people are two different things, really. I mean, because we have, and I think that what Donald Trump should do and all the so-called conservatives, if they're truly conservative, quit going out here talking about they want the, this kind of vote, they want that kind of vote, the black vote, the Hispanic vote, the, the homosexual vote. <laughs> we don't need but one kind of vote, Brother Lee. That's legal Americans voting for this country. That's all. We can't leave the issues out, though. <laughs> no, I'm saying the issues is there, but yeah, if we don't yeah. have a country, ain't nothing going to happen. The, the legal issues, the, the, and if you don't deal with the issues that are paramount, that then, hey, it could be catastrophic. But nevertheless, hey, moving on down uh, Freedom's Highway. Hey, Nick, oh, oh, Lansing is checking in. How you doing today? Nick? Doing well, thank you. Oh, okay, how you doing? Okay, God bless you. You're on. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Okay, okay, yes. Praise the Lord. Praise Pastor the Lord. Hill, Bless you. Nick Zbaretsky. And we're standing outside an abortion mill in Flint, praying mm -hmm. this morning right now, and I listened to the show a little bit. I'd be glad to make that transcript someone asked for. Okay. And to share good news with listeners that we learned this week that the abortion mill in Lansing closed this past week. Mm, mm good. Wonderful, wonderful. We, That's a victory. We praise the Lord. We give glory to Jesus Christ. We yeah. thank Him for that. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, so, thanks for that. That's and you yeah. know, I, I was listening in a program last week, and the woman was saying that the number one issue in America is the slaughter of the unborn child, and um, unequivocally so. Um, it's it's happening, you know. And there was a great champion uh, for this particular. Well, there's been many, but one in particular. And uh, but again, it was reiterated that um, 
it, it, it needs to be at the top of the list. No nation can kill 3,000 of its human beings every day and act like it's an incidental. And no, it's paramount to mm. that nation's survival. Because uh, from a biblical looking at life through the lens of Scripture, uh, hey, the shedding of innocent blood is an abomination. So we, 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 we need individuals to uh, speak to that issue. Hey, thanks, Nick, for your call, and thank you for volunteering to do that transcript. Our friend out there that called said they'd like the transcript that uh, we did uh, on our opening monologue, the warning ignored. Hey, there is, uh, there it is, the answer. So Nick is good at it. I knew Nick could do it. I told you I had a friend in Lansing. There he is. Thanks a lot, Nick. We appreciate getting Thank it. Thank you. God Thank bless you. Thank you for my call. God All right, now. Bye-bye. Hey, you're listening to Joshua's Trail. Talk Royal Oak. Bob and Royal Oak, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Yeah, this is Bob from Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just want to put in a plug for Hillsdale College. My granddaughter Wonderful. got a full yes. scholarship. Yes, huh? Got a full scholarship to Hillsdale College and where they learn the principles of the Constitution. Yes. Uh, they're, they're a Christian place, and uh, the president said he will not allow uh, gender bathrooms and so on and so forth. Amen. Uh, opposite gender bathrooms. You, you will not go on with that program whatsoever. And, you know, that's... that's and they don't lot. take any federal funds, by the way. Yeah, Hillsdale is one of my favorite colleges. You know, they, again, in my opening monologue about uh, the warning, ignore. See, many, many, many individuals have to stand before the great God of the universe and say, why would you pour that money into sending your child to some prestigious, quote, unquote, prestigious college ignoring all the abominable things that they promote. You got a place like Hillsdale or Regency or some of the uh, Ave Maria, some of the colleges that hold up, at least they recognize the name of God and uh, they hold it in high esteem. And Hillsdale is right at the top of the list. And it teaches the principles of, of the Constitution. Yes, yes, yes. You have, you have to know the Constitution before you graduate. Yeah, and, and isn't that wonderful? And that's what we need. I, I heard a group of parents once, and they were talking. They said, we, we're tired of sending, and I think a lot of parents need to come to this place. We're tired of sending our kids to colleges for them to come back atheists. We're, mm. we just, we're tired of sending uh, you know, uh, with a degree from Harvard going to hell is not a very impressive future, you know. For, yeah. you know Clarence Thomas does, did the graduation ceremony. Yeah, he just spoke. I was reading some of his speech the other day. I didn't complete it yeah, uh, uh, in Primus. In Primus. Yeah, in, I get in Primus. I get in Primus. That, yeah, and he, his speech was in there. Yeah, that's why I was reading it. I got my in Primus, and uh, as always, you know, Clarence Thomas, one of my heroes, and I think that's one of the treasured experiences my wife and I had. We had lunch with him a number of years ago, uh, and it was uh, quite an experience We because yeah. we admire the man. So, hey, thanks a lot. Just, Appreciate just, uh, wait, one, one, one mm-hmm. more question. Just tell me, uh, how many colleges would invite Clarence Thomas to speak? Not right. many. Right. Not many. Not many. Cause, see, he had the audacity to get off the plantation. Yep. And uh, right. when you do that, you pay a price. But that's a thinking, smart man. Hey, appreciate yep. your call, Bob. Thank you. Thanks Bye. for calling. For the first time in a long time, there's a few clear lines. 1-800-923-9385. 1-800-923-9385. You know, we constantly talk about on Joshua's Trail, we ever need to be aware of it, the constant war against religious freedom here in America. We lost our First Amendment rights in the last election, and... Uh, that the continued the continued war on the Christian church. Eleanor Governor uh, forcing Christian doctors and pregnancy centers to promote abortion. Mm. Now that's cold. 
That's fascism, though. Th- that's 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 well, there was an open line. They're all going now. Uh, Illinois governor signs bill forcing Christian doctors mm-hmm. and pregnancy centers to m- promote abortion. Abortion is now the official state preferred choice for Illinois women in unexpected pregnancies after Governor Bruce uh, Rahner uh, signed bill, fi- Senate Bill 1564 into law Friday afternoon. Rahner, a Republican, held, uh, held veto power over the legislation, which Democrats pushed through on strictly a party-line vote and put it on his desk May 31st. And a Republican governor uh, signed a bill that now says Christian doctors. So now a lot of Christian doctors have to deal with whether, unless the, they get it into the legal system and it grinds its way through and gets to the uh, the Supreme Court, which you don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, you know, it's most certainly a, a thing of concern. But isn't it horrible that in America... Now, this is contempt for the Judeo-Christian faith. Pregnancy centers are developed for the very reason to be an alternative to abortion. But the thing is, supposedly having freedom... And we don't have freedom in America anymore. We don't have religious freedom. So we need to be praying for the folks in Illinois who have had their civil rights taken away. What is this here, Sile? Uh, Cyril, Cyril in Southfield. Welcome to Joshua's Trail. Morning, Pastor. Morning. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes. As I told the screener, I'd like to make a couple of comments on Dr. Khan's appearance at the um, Democrat uh, National Convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the gentleman whose son, uh, they are both Muslim, mm-hmm. uh, was um, killed um, serving in Iraq in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would like to make another brief comment on the problem in the Middle East and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not Islamic terrorism. What is it? It's Islam. Right. <laughs> you got You're it right. right. You're absolutely right. You got it right. One hundred percent. You got it right. Yeah, because they all got one thing in common: Hezbollah, you know, Boko Haram, Al Qaeda, uh, ISIS. They all got one thing in common. And we'll get around to what that is. Yes, they are Islamic. Yes. Okay. Uh, Doctor Khan reminded us that the Constitution guarantees us freedom of speech, mm-hmm. but it does not guarantee freedom from criticism or rebuttal. However, touching yes. your personal story. Yes, 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 yes. Dr. Khan reminded us that the Constitution guarantees us freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. But the men who inserted the First Amendment into the into that document uh, did not have in mind a religion that exhorts its followers to deceive the infidels. No. Mm-hmm. Strike them down. Cut their heads off. Slaughter them like sheep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A government which allowed free reign to such a religion, which failed to provide prudent precautions to protect its citizens from such predations, would not simply be derelict in its first duty. It would be illegitimate. It, wow. Okay. My comments on Dr. Khan. All right. Now, thank you. The problem in the Middle East and elsewhere, not Islamic terrorism. That's a symptom. The problem is Islam. Right. It will not be solved militarily or politically or ideologically. It will only be solved theologically when Islam achieves the internal reform pointed to by Pope Benedict XVI in his Regensburg lectures. Mm-hmm. 
until that reform is seriously undertaken, a general ban on the entry of Muslims into our country seems only prudent, especially when you consider the virtual impossibility of discerning terrorist intent present at the time of integration, immigration, or, uh, or the potential for later radicalization. Or have we not yet had our fill of Allahu Akbar atrocities? Right. Yep, 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 yep. We are ignoring the reality of the moment. The real and hey, that's that's an intricate part of their faith to conquer the world. They've been about the business of that for fourteen centuries. And then they hey, they they hey they get pushed back but they keep coming back. And I believe that at this point in time in our history they feel like they're closer to it than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a lot of help. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and in the White House, so so yeah. they are feeling like this is the time to make. Me. Hey, thanks for your call. One, one more point, Doctor, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. it's a short one. Mm-hmm. Some followers of the Prophet of the Revolution of Peace mm-hmm. responded to these lectures by blowing out the brains of a Catholic nun as she mm-hmm. said prayer. Mm-hmm. Thus, mm-hmm. did she win the crown of martyrdom? Yes, it's <laughs> something like a gold star, Doctor. Mm, mm, mm. God bless you. Thank you for you. taking my call. Thank you. All right, bless you. Hey, I mean, no greater death can be than that of an individual who's dying for the Judeo-Christian faith. And we need to be praying for it, just like the priests and those that were at the altar and had their throats cut In at France. the altar. Yes. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's uh, horrific. Shirley, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Hello. Hi, Shirley. Hey, Shirley. Oh, this is the Shirley. Yes, Hi, Shirley. <laughs> this is the Shirley. How yes, it is. That's my girl. I, I would just like to say I miss you all, and and uh, I'm trying to do the best I can. I'm still on oxygen 24-7. Mm. Now, now my knees are falling out on me. I can't hardly walk mm. because uh, I saw my orthopedic doctor, and I'm not a candidate for surgery anymore. So just kind of pray for me. I'm yes. Shirley, here, why aren't you a candidate? Your 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 healthcare, whatever, won't cover it anymore. I've, I've got I've got uh, congestive heart failure. Okay. I'm in the hospital again. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry I haven't been able to send checks like I got used to. Hold I'm going to do it today. I, I said today. Regardless, I'm going to start sending my checks back in again. I, I've just been so sick, I haven't been able to. Well, that. bless you. We've got to pray for you. Yeah, God you, bless uh, Shirley. Uh, well, but anyway, I just want you to know that I really believe that we're in a spiritual war. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And we, we really have to pray for our, I, every day I pray for our American people, mm-hmm. that they would wake up. Yes. That, that they would wake up and fall on their faces before God and repent of their sins and get God back in their lives again. Shirley, I have preached for going on 12 years here in America that I have no hope until the pews are filled with folks on their knees crying out to a living God. America is not turning to God. They're turning to human beings. And that's, that's exactly there is right. something above that. They need to turn to God until the pews are packed with people crying and repenting. All of us, I'm not enthusiastic about whoever's running for whatever because if you're not turning to God, and that, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm going to start trying to remember to make this a part of my program every week for, for the next few months, that in every crisis time of America, the presidents have put forth proclamations for prayer and repentance and turning back to God. We hear none of that on neither side today other than a functionary right. mentioning God just to sound religious. The only hope America has is in Jesus Christ the Lord. And I, 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 I echo you 100%. I've said it. 
I've said it, I've said it, for, and I will continue to say it until the pews recognize, until American people recognize their Savior is in heaven and not in D.C. or New York or wherever, Illinois. I don't have much enthusiasm about whoever is supposed going to save America because there's only That's one right. Savior, the founder fathers told us, it's God. Hey, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. All God right, honey. You. Bye-bye. Eric in Detroit. Welcome to Joshua's Trail. Hey, how you doing this morning? I'm doing fine, sir. You know, I um, listen to you quite often. I've called in quite a few times, and mm. one of the things I appreciate and respect about you is what you do to try to get the black electorate to understand how they are being taken advantage of by a political party that gives less than a hoot about them. Yes, don't and, care nothing about them. You know, there are three very prominent men, as far as I'm concerned, that have made statements and quotes as relates to the black electorate. Mm-hmm. But the black electorate continues to follow this mantra of insanity yep. when it comes to voting for the Democratic Party. Yes. So you have Carter G. Wilson, who made a very profound statement. If the Negro in the ghetto must internally be fed by the hand that pushes him into the ghetto, he will never become strong enough to get out of the game. Wow. That was Carter G. Woodson. Yes. Then you have Charles Barkley. Regardless of how you feel about Charles Barkley, this statement is very profound as well. Mm-hmm. More people have been voting Democrats for 50 years, and they're still poor. <laughs> That's something that black people really think about yes. when they go to the ballot box every August or and or November. And then you have Malcolm X, one of the most revered black leaders mm-hmm. of our time, mm-hmm. And people to this day still do research on Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. This statement says that the Democrats are playing you as political chumps, and well, political chumps. And if you vote for them, not only are you a chump, you are a traitor to your race. Ironically, he was killed two days after this statement. Yeah, uh, right. strange coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, right. And that just goes to show that blacks have a major problem. And I'm not trying to generalize. I'm a black person, so I see I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm 52 years old. I've lived long enough to be able to speak my opinion. Mm-hmm. Blacks have this major problem with hearing the truth. Yeah. yeah. We hear yeah. the truth, but mm-hmm. don't want to accept it. We are so conditioned to listening to people tell us what we want to hear as opposed to people telling us what we need to hear. Yeah. yeah. And it's so sad and unfortunate that you have a race of people that feel that their only savior is a political party that yep. is less than a hoot about that. And, and proves it over and over and over again. How is, you know, uh, we, we, all, so many of us have made, um, used this quote, but it's, it's substantive and worth repeating. Einstein said it's insanity to do the same thing over and over again the same way and expect a different result. Wrong. Yeah, right. different that's results. That's so that's right. you've been voting one way for almost 40 years, if not 40 years, over and over again, and all those folks have to do is to come and tell you, uh, you know, the folks over there, the Republicans did it, but Republicans didn't run your school, didn't have your city hall, nothing. Your, the police department didn't run any of that. And here you are still running down this uh, mm-hmm. sorry avenue of self-destruction. And, and all black folks have to go to vote for in their hands this election is anger. They don't have a better school. They don't have better jobs. They don't have better housing. Matter of fact, they have lost all that in the last eight years under Obama, but they're going to go to the poll because they mad at white folks. This is insanity. Insanity. Well, let me take this step further. You have a poverty rate in Detroit on the 
20th of January, 2009, when Barack Obama was inaugurated, it was 50%. Mm -hmm. Here you have almost eight years later, the poverty rate in Detroit is still 50%. So please, (laughs) Black people, tell me, how have you advanced? I'm not saying that he's a black man that should be doing things, all things for black people, but you have a black person that you only vote for because of his skin color. Had Barack Obama been a black man, he would not have been re-elected. Had he not been a black man, Mm -hmm. black vote would not have supported him. He would not have been been re-elected in 2012. And it's just kind of saying they doing something to you when you don't hold those that you elect accountable, but you want to hold those that you don't elect accountable for your price. It, 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 and it's really sad. It's really sad because it reaffir- reaffirms the fact that how easily we can be fooled. And, uh, you know, like I've been asking for three or four weeks, maybe it was a secret donation. Maybe Hillary and the uh, Clinton Foundation did give Flint a million dollars. I don't know. I still haven't heard what the Clinton Foundation gave to Flint uh, in their water crisis. So. She came here and exploited it. She came to Flint. Did not leave a sip of water or a dime. But people want to. I'll still with them and count yes, them. Yes, yes, Having yes. a democratic uh, debate there. That's it. That's all. That's all. Hey, Eric, always refreshing to talk Good. to Good our talk. brothers and sisters. Got their heads on straight. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for calling Joshua's right, trip. You do this. All right. Hey, for the first time, there's a there's an open spot for you on the board. One eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five. Again, one. Eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five. Hey, you know I've been I've, I've I've been you know keeping you tuned in to the saga of my uh, grandson purchase of a car at one of our most well known um, car dealers here in the Detroit metro area, and I told you he bought this car. I want you to hear the sales agreement uh, he he got from these folks. All sales final, but right. Uh, below all sales are final. I'm not making this up. Congratulations, special price reduction. <laughs> they say congratulations, special price reduction. But then they go through all the stuff they're not going to cover on this car if you find it's wrong. Uh, assign, as is, no guarantee, no warranty. You will pay all costs for any repairs, et cetera, et cetera. And naively, he's, he signed this. So I'm talking from an ethical perspective. I went to the dealership. I talked to the manager over in the used car dealership. I looked up the salesman that sold him this lemon, and I said, would you want to sell this to your kids? Because I heard the salesman talking about it, talking about his kids on the phone. Well, he told me, I need to go talk to the manager. I'd already talked to the manager. And I said, why would a company of this status here in this area sell these kinds of cars. Uh, It's a 2000 Impala, 2010 Impala, and I looked it up in in the rough Impala, cost $4,000 or something like that by one of the uh, rating agencies. I've got it here in my folder. And I asked the question last week, the last few weeks, I wasn't here last week. Oh, by the way, thank you, Janet. Thank you, all the ladies, amen, that took over. Yeah, all that took over for us last week. Appreciate yeah, your effort. Yeah, they, yeah, and you see so much thought is poured job. into yeah. what they are doing. Yes. Susan Brady, we're still looking for you out there. Sue, Sue, we keep calling her name, but Sue, last name, but Susan and Kingston, uh, Maryland, we need your mailing address. We need your mailing address. But back to this card, my my uh, nineteen year old. 
uh, grandson just finished his first year at uh, college, and uh, you know, I'm praying that God will touch him to go to Christian school. But never, he just finished that, and uh, he and his mom and girlfriend went to buy this car at the at this uh, very well-known used car dealer, and uh, when he, after two months, the thing, you know, started acting funny. I, I had, when I finally got involved, and I had him take the car to um, Five Stone to check it out, and they came up with $1,600 worth of things they said that needed to be done, and plus, plus saying the transmission was bad. And then I took it to uh, Sears and Robux and had it checked out. They did $500, plus saying... After the 500, the transmission was bad. I taken it to my mechanic, personal. He said the uh, transmission was going bad. And so with all of that, with documentation from Sears and all, I mailed this information. No, had it dropped off at the dealer that sold him this car. Because so, th there's a moral point uh, that we're trying to make in, in this whole scenario. Um, a reputable used to be that reputable dealers wouldn't sell these kind of cars. You know, they'd sell them to the... Um, People down on Michigan Avenue, the five-car park, five-car sales lot and all like that. And so in conversation, someone said, we once didn't buy these kind of cars either, but we found there was so much money in it. It's kind of like Russian roulette. Sometimes you get a good one, sometimes you get a bad one. My grandson got a bad one and because uh, he, it, with, with naivety, signed this, his rights away. He now has this lemon Hmm. And I don't know, and it's at the dealership, so I'm hoping we work something out. But my question was, do you think it's morally and ethically uh, appropriate to, oh, by the way, this 2000, he signed a contract that when you figure up for 48 months, he's going to have to pay $8,000 on this contract for a car that hasn't functioned for, functioned for only two months. And my, my question uh, out there is, what do you think? What do you think? Is, is there a moral argument here? Is there, is there something you might say is a moral argument? Is there a do unto others as I would have others do unto me? Because I asked the sales guy, I said, would you, would you want somebody to sell your kid a car like this? So, hey, 1-800-923-9385. What, what's your comment on on the car. Ask me whatever you want. I, I went on the, I, I even went on one of these websites to tell you what a car might be involved. And this was most certainly in the rough. It said 4000 at the most. So mm. if he filled out his contract, he'd be paying 8000 on a ride that. And so, you know, and this is, like I said, a well-known dealer. Anybody else had any, any experience like that out there? You went to a dealer and thought, no, don't call their name when you call in. Just you went to a dealer and, uh, you found out that uh, a few months later your car was a lemon and, uh, you know, you, you got this contract. I wish if they'd have put on the contract, if the motor goes, the transmission go. please understand, you got this car because it says, like, dealer assumes no responsibility for any repairs regardless of any oral written statement. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, he, he and this, so I know they got him legally. They got him legally. Mm -hmm. But this doesn't say if the transmission goes, if the motor goes. Understand it's your baby. Don't come back crying. If that if it was that simple, I'd say you ain't you ain't got a prayer. You you sign. But it's a, in some generalities to favor the dealer and to have at the top of the sales agreement, all sales final congratulations for special re reproduction. Hey, you know, brother Lee, <laughs> uh, I can analogize that 
to the Democrat Party. <laughs> I mean, they sell it. Yeah. They sell it as is. Oh, yeah. And so, you see what you get. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. So you you, get, you get money sent to Iran, lies yeah, about yeah. Benghazi. Yeah, you, you get $400 million mm-hmm. and, and a plane that just happens to show up yes. when some hostages are standing there waiting and don't know why they're waiting. Mm-hmm. And the minute the plane shows up with the $400 million, then your plane can take off. Yes. And then the president go on a lying <laughs> coincidence. 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 coincidence, but they couldn't leave until that plane got yeah, there. Yeah, coincidence. One eight hundred nine two three nine three eight five. Gary, been waiting a while. Welcome to Joshua's Trail. Hey, Reverend. Hey. Um, once again, I'm going to call the faithful out to vote because if they don't show up in mass in just a few months, the church will be driven underground, which That's is right. the habit of the fascists. Yeah, you will not be able to preach your words or scriptures in open. Forum, uh, if uh, things continue the way they are, and you will be driven underground. Hey, one more time, you heard from a Joshua Trail listener telling us, "Hey, get it together, get it." He got God, give us to do what's right. Amen. All right, Gary, thanks for calling. And uh, I hope your kid learned a, a heavy lesson about that car. Yeah, it's a, and I'm hoping some others out there learn something too. You know, the as is 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 you know looking for. It's not a good deal. It's not a good deal, I tell you. It's, Be well, Reverend. All right, right. take care now. Dave right. in Detroit, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, well, before I get to my main point, just a small thing about the cars. Um, it says in Proverbs, look well into a matter. Yes. <laughs> and so it's good to research the kind of car that you're going to buy. Yeah. And just there's there's a wealth of information easily available now on the Internet that wasn't before. Mm-hmm. You can find out a lot. So it's just a, just a small suggestion to... Yeah, to help everybody with. out to don't make the same mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sort of going to be a crusader on this for a while. But yeah, hey, oh, your point is... That's okay. Thing. All right. Well, sir, I wanted to offer a suggestion mm-hmm. to churches out there. Let's go to Exodus real quick. Mm-hmm. There is, and I don't have my Bible in front of me, mm-hmm. but there is one of the occasions where God is speaking to Moses. He's put out with, with the Israelites, and he's ready to wake them up. And he says, he says to Moses, get out of my way that I may destroy them. Mm-hmm. Now, Moses, he also has the Lord's mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he jumps <laughs> in there. Trinity just having some fun there. Mm-hmm. And he says, but Lord, what about your name? Mm-hmm. What about the people are going to say he got him out of Israel, but he couldn't get him anywhere? Mm-hmm. Essentially. And the Lord says, okay, I won't. I won't. Now, Moses deliberately put himself between God and the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. If the Lord has really been determined, he was in the path of God's wrath. Yes. Should we not, as, as the church in the U.S., be willing to put ourselves in the path of his wrath for our nation? Lord, if you must take this nation away, take us with it, mm-hmm. but for the glory of your name. Act in power, because he's, he's got all kinds of promises in there. The Psalms, the prophets, where he takes out the wicked, and he protects the righteous, okay? Yeah, you, you see it when... We, go ahead. Sorry? No, go ahead. Finish up. Let me I let you I was going to say, we need to take that spot. I don't think we have been. I mean, I go to a large church and it's faithful to the Lord, mm-hmm. but it's just not on their radar. That's all hey. those people out there, they're, they're kind of going to hell. In the meantime, we're going to you know, yeah, send missionaries, yeah, yeah. have Bible studies. Well, that's great. But why don't we come, Lord, 
you can blow over the house of cards that Satan has built. It's no, it's no problem for you. You know, uh, Dave, I think, you know, and uh, this is another time discussion for another broadcast. From a theological perspective, looking at life through the scriptures, do you think that there becomes a time where, you know, there's a scripture where it says, if Moses or Elijah came, I would not spare Israel. God said that they, they've gotten to the point of no return. Do you think, well, do you think, and I'm hearing you, could be possible, but, but whatever, have we got to the point of no return? I'm not being abrupt, but I got a couple calls here about the car. So, hey, the point's well taken, though. Point's point. well, yeah, thank you. And that is, mm -hmm. is that God is raising up prayer movements. When God is raising up people to pray and cry out to him, that's a sign that he has not given up. Oh, no, he don't give up on us. No, no. And, and, and hey, I would hope that something, but hey, if you follow the Bible pattern at some point, and, and we look like we have so exceeded the point where God said, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, wherever, Israel, you're going into captivity because you just didn't, I've had enough of this. So, hey, it's it's debatable. Thanks for your call, Tim. Tim in Westland. Dave, Westland. Uh, no, this is, t I'm, I went to a new call. I know that was Dave. That was Dave. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Dave. Tim Westland. Hey, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I'll be as quick as I can. Yeah. Uh, is there a part of that contract that says you will not publicly shame this company for doing what they did? No. Or would it be better for them <laughs> if they made it right and you came on the air and talked about, hey, the fine folks over at Car Company mm -hmm. X yeah. made right? You know, they. Yeah, you, I, you're I, not I, obligated to them. No. Put the ball in their court and say, hey. Listen to my show next week. What do you want to hear? <laughs> Have a good day. Right, thank you, too. <laughs> I'm trying all in order how not to mention the name. That's why I've went to the dealer. I've gone to, yeah, I've gone to, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying not to, but I might have to post it on the website, but I hope I don't on my website. I can do that. Uh, hey, Beverly in uh, Detroit, welcome to Joshua's Trail. Oh, thank you for being there. Your show is just awesome. Thank you. Um, I just want to sit tag on the last gentleman's comment. If it was a good dealer looking ahead, you look at your son as a future buyer. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Well taken. But, yeah. Um, I just want to say I'm getting ready to buy a new vehicle, four-wheel drive, because I don't know that this winter's going to be kind to me. Mm -hmm. I drive and service um, the elderly mm -hmm. in our community, in mm -hmm. the city, and I need a, a larger, more reliable vehicle. And I have a smaller vehicle mm -hmm. that I'm want to sell to someone mm -hmm. and i went i needed to get new tires and they told me i needed struts which was a safety issue mm -hmm. but i didn't really need to replace it yeah that deal people come in and they bring us back they bought it from a dealer mm -hmm. thinking they bought a good vehicle mm -hmm. and posed me with that question and i said well it's not worth my conscience mm -hmm. and burning in hell mm -hmm. if somebody were to injure themselves yeah. thinking they bought a good vehicle. Yeah, one, like one dude, person told me that the wheel could roll off the car. Well, they said it's not true. We're going to see. Hey, I'll keep you updated next week. I hear the music says i got to get out of here. Thanks for your Thank call. Thank you for brother. what you do. Thank you. Now, hey, Joshua's Trail, go to our website, joshuastrail.org. There's a donation donut on the front. I would love to be able to come next week and say we, we've got the $10,000. We can end the spring, summer fundraiser. Hey, this is Brother Lee here on Joshua's Trail. I remember, if you'd like that information, the four-page glossy white that gives you that historical information, then that number is 734-487-5678. Uh, just keep calling until you get a uh, you get the answer machine, but they answer the answer machine calls. Somebody 
will get back to you and they will respond to your request. You know, so keep it up. Keep praying for us. That website again, joshuastrail.org. My personal uh, email address, Brother Lee at joshuastrail.org. Brother Lee at Joshua's Trail. One word, joshuastrail.org. And we'll get your message and we appreciate hearing from all of you. There's another confused them. Oh, I read that one where the fella said that George Wallace was a Republican. No, he was a Democrat. I know they don't want to claim these folks, but but you got to claim you got to yeah, claim these. We're going to bring them to their attention. Yeah, you you got to claim. Pray pray for the people in Nigeria. Uh, they are they are dealing with a number of Christians killed in 2016 already equal the number killed in all of 2015. There again, Islam is taking out Christians at a record number in Nigeria. Where are the liberals? Where are the Where are the liberals? They're Where's the, the Democrats? They're on the side of the uh, enemy. Yeah, where are they? Where? We gotta go. We gotta go. Okay. Hey, Milt, we getting that. I uh, read Ephesians 6 and 12, and stay tuned for Online Academy with Bob Bolia. <laughs> Take care now. Till next time. Thanks again for listening to Joshua's Trail. And as you know, this is a listener-supported broadcast, so we most certainly will hope that you will help us spread the message that we are so endeavoring to do here on Joshua's Trail. Uh, make out that check, tax-deductible check, to the National Black Pro-Life Congress and mail it to Post Office Box 98108. Four, Ypsilanti, Michigan, 48197. Again, Post Office Box 98104, Ypsilanti, Michigan, 48197. Our off-air number is 734-487-5678. And you can get us on our website, which is Joshua's Trail. Dot org Joshua's trail.org Joshua ends with an s one word Joshua's trail.org again thank you for listening to Joshua's trail Joshua's trail is sponsored by the National Black Pro-Life Congress